Blog Talk Radio.
everyone, and welcome to the Wisdom of Spirit uh, with Rose and Winterbrook. I'm Rose, and we will bring on Winterbrook right now. Hi, Winterbrook. Hey, Rose. Hi, everyone. We're here every Thursday evening at 7 p.m., and we offer a myriad of spiritual and metaphysical insights to help you and guide you in your day-to-day living. Topics include, but are not limited to, spirit messages and guidance, psychic and mediumship chats, alternative healing modalities. We have a monthly meditation, which is presented every first Thursday of each month. We discuss chakras, gemstones, tarot, runes, other forms of divination, astrology, animal communication, and more. And we have special guests from time to time, and this evening we have a special guest. It is Our special guest this evening is Pamela Cummins, and Pamela is an author, dream interpreter, and intuitive love coach, and she has so many things going on. She really, she's got so much in in her works and things that you can't keep up with her. She's Busy lady, Pamela, but you'll speak to her in a moment. And I just want to touch base on Winterbrook is another busy bee. Winterbrook is all over doing um, presentations of mediumship at various libraries and things. Winterbrook, what's on your schedule? Uh, Well, I'm doing a one-night workshop on mediumship development at Voice of the Soul Healing. And you can, there's two seats left, I believe, and that's for Tuesday, January, excuse me, I'm so sorry, that's for Tuesday, March 21st. Um, I will be at the Williston Park Public Library doing a program and demonstration of mediumship on Tuesday, April 4th. I will be one of the five uh, psychics working Meet the Psychics Night on Friday, April 21st at the Eyes of Learning. It's always a great event. It's a worthy nonprofit, and I'll be doing readings Sunday, April 23rd, also for the Eyes of Learning. And wow. then one more before I let you go. Um, keep it, write this tape <laughs> down, guys. This is we have Sandy Ingham coming to Long Island, her first trip to the U.S. She's an international trans medium spirit artist. She's in high demand all over the U.K. and Australia and Europe. And she'll be at the Eyes of Learning doing a joint demonstration of spirit, art, and communication with me. So uh, May 19th, it's a Friday evening. Please attend. It's going to be quite the treat. And, again, she's only here for a few days. So take advantage of her being here. Thanks. Okay. And she's going to be with us here on the show, correct? Absolutely. Um, April 20th she'll be on the show with us. April 20th, yes. Definitely tune in that night. Okay, so let me bring on Pamela, if I remember how. Mm-hmm. Hang on. One of those days, guys. Hi, Pamela. I finally got to click on your your button here. <laughs> Welcome, and how you doing? Can you hear me? I'm doing well. Yeah. Well, uh, and hi, Winter. It's nice meeting you. Lovely to meet you, too. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Now, 
my usual question to all all people who come on as guests is, how did you get started in your line of work? And then we'll take it step by step. Okay. Well, I'm sure everyone's heard healer or heal thyself. Well, basically, that's how I got started. I was I wasn't too happy in life. This was this was decades ago. This was back in like 1980 late 80s 1989 and I wasn't too happy and I started to I knew I surrendered and I knew I had to do something in my life and I joined 12-step programs and therapy and eventually that went into alternative healings and metaphysics because you know I was always drawn to metaphysics and so by working and healing myself going on my personal growth and spiritual path is what eventually led me to start doing this for others because I my life just became so much better and it was like I had I found I found the magical I don't want to say cure but I found magic okay I found a better way of living and I wanted to share it to others and that is what got me started right that's cool and I know you You've authored some books. Tell us some of the books that you've authored. Okay. Um, I'll try and do, like, the condensed um, form of it. Um, The first one is Psychic Wisdom on Love and Relationship, and that is basically steps that I did in my own self-healing journey that I taught to some clients. And also when I used to work the line, some of those examples are in there. The next book is Insight for Single Steps to find everlasting love, and that is, you know, um, it's kind of like a guidebook and a journal that you can use to look within yourself because we can't have a good relationship with anybody else until we work on ourselves, and especially a love relationship. So that gives you different things you need to do in order to find the love that you deserve. The third book is Pamela's Love Collection, which is free. It's a free e-book. And that is just uh, different blogs and that I wrote through uh, different stages of my career. And also I write for Bella Spree Magazine. I have two columns there. And the Love Channel column is in that. And then the fourth book is just came, is the one that came out at um, mid-2016, which is my baby. love this book. It's Learn the Secret Language of Dreams. And I've been doing... Part of my healing journey was learning to interpret my own dreams, and I love interpreting other people's dreams, and that is about dream interpretation. And in the future, sometime in 2018, I'm going to combine my love of love relationships with dream interpretation and do a book, and I have an outline, but you know how spirit works. It just will come about. I plan on doing a book that has dream interpretation for love relationships, and that should be a lot of fun. Wow. That should be interesting, yeah. too. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that. It, it, you know, it kind of feels like everything I've done will kind of come together in that book, if that makes sense. Yeah, more than likely. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. So I just want to announce to everybody, if you're listening in via your PC or your device, uh, you know, maybe you're listening in on an iPad, uh, you can call in and you can call here to the studio 
by dialing 347-677-0699. Make sure to press number one so we know that you'd like to speak to us or you have a question or a comment or you want to say hi to Pamela, whatever. So just call in. We're here. Okay. Let's see. Now, uh, Winterbrook likes to kid and call me the love psychic that I take the love <laughs> question. <laughs> I'm sorry? I do the dead people. She does the Cupid questions. Yeah, she does um. the dead people. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so funny. I mean, really, 90% of my clients, client base, and, and questions I get is all about love. When is he coming? Mm. What about my old relationship? When am I going to find a new one? I find, I don't know if you found this, Pamela, but, you know, the worst thing you can say to somebody is, and, you know, we all, we get our direction from spirit. It's not us who are saying this, but my guys will say, well, she has to work on herself. Or even with guys, you know, he has to work on himself. I had a client who came last night and I said, you need to work on yourself. And he was like, really? I'm like, yeah. I said, just saying, like, you have some personal growth, learning of lessons. you got to, like, tweak yourself. Once you finish with the tweaking, then you'll be able to find a relationship. You'll, you know, the, the relationship will will come closer to you. And he understood it. And But a lot of times the women, they're like, what do you mean? work on myself how I want. Now, I think about past relationships and, you know, I mean, what would your advice be to someone who comes to you, like I say, desperately searching for love, not realizing they've got to start with themselves first? Well, you know, it's basically what it comes down to um, is we can all go to a bar and pick up somebody and get into a really bad relationship or maybe even the grocery store. I mean, there's, we can always find someone, but it's not the right someone, okay? And the same birds of a feather flock together. Our energy, where we're at right now, is going to pull in the person who's right for us energetically or lessons that we need to learn. So if you, if the my client or any listeners want, who are single want a good, loving, healthy relationship where you're treated right and you are respected for who you are and accepted for who you are, and you know obviously you're going to have to do the same thing. You need to be at that place where you're going to energetically attract that person. If you have any baggage from the past or resentments towards an or ex, you know, husband, wife, lover, or even childhood issues, that's going to get you get in the way because you're going to have to work that out through someone else. See, what people don't always understand is we come to this planet, you know, to learn, to grow, to love. And I have a, one of my um, quotes that people like is, you know, relationships are where we humans get our greatest education. All right. So if you don't work on your issues, whoever is next going to come into your life is going to force you to work on those issues. It's kind of like you divorce an abusive man. 
All right, this is just an example. Someone, an abusive man, and if you don't work on yourself and find out why you're attracting this kind of person, you're just going to attract the same person over. It's going to have a different name, different face, maybe different story, but it's going to, you know, be the same drama over. So the clearer you are, the clearer and better mate you're going to attract. And I know that's true. It's happened for me. You know? So. Yeah. Yeah, it's very true. A lot of times what I'll tell people is, and again, this is my guys explained it to me in the session, and I explained it to them in the same fashion. It's like, if you don't love yourself, first, you know, first stop on the train is loving yourself and understanding what true unconditional love is. And you start with you. And then when you are embodied in love, love yourself, you are connected to divine source in love, and you're like this one big ball of glowing love. Actually, you've gone back to your original state because when we're born, we're born of love, we are love, and then the minute we start to grow up, that changes and gets all skewed and crazy. When you get yourself back to that state of love, I said, you start to send out vibes. It's almost like dolphin sonar, and that that's sonar, those vibes go out and they attract someone who's in the same space as you are. In other words, you have to be in the same place in order to come together. Once that happens, both parties seem to then gravitate towards each other with this kind of sonar GPS system and that's how they meet. Now, it may not be in the time that the person wants, that's another thing, timing. Everybody wants mm. to know when, when, when. So it's like it'll happen when it's supposed to happen, not a minute before then. So you just have to be patient. But I don't know, people either they're not loving themselves 100% and they're like, you know, when looking, looking, searching, looking under rocks and things, you know. What about that? What do you think about that? Well, um, I definitely agree about the self-love, okay, because if you don't love yourself, you're going to, again, um, it's that birds of a feather flock together. You're going to attract somebody who doesn't love themselves, all right? And it might, you might be op- opposite where you're very uh, needy, you know, like some people are very needy, where the other person is very controlling. So you will attract opposites it's not going to be a healthy relationship okay maybe um, it might be a lustful relationship but it's not going to be a healthy relationship and it's going to make you miserable it's better to wait as far as timing basically the timing is is when you're ready when you've done enough healing and self-love on yourself and spirituality and also letting go that's one of the things you know when it's when when and you know i'm hearing the song lyric I'm on a manhunt looking when when you're on that manhunt or that woman hunt and you need someone to complete you you know a lot of times when your angels and guides say no you're not going to meet anyone it's a blessing do you understand it's definitely a blessing (laughs) you know so really it's when you're ready when you can be loved when you're happy and satisfied with who you are and where your life is today Okay, and you're comfortable being single, that's when you're going to draw in 
the right one. That's when I met my, if you're right, because that's when I met my ex-husband, and that's when I met another love interest. It's amazing, just when you're like, okay, I'm done, I'm good, I'm okay, the universe says, wait, I got something for you. <laughs> right, right. It, 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 it's, it's that surrendering. When you're saying it, it's just like a job, it's just like when you can't, it's like when you can't find your keys, and I'm sure any, everyone can relate to this, and you've got to go, okay? And you can't find your keys, and you're going to be late, and you're freaking out, oh, my God, I'm going to have to call someone, I, and you're looking all over the place, and you're like, all right, that's it. I, what can I do? You know, I'm going to have to call work, and I'm going to have to go call this person, and boom, your keys are right there. It's the same thing when it comes to a love relationship. You know, and exactly. the other thing. A lot of times when these women are when, when, I got to get a guy, I got to have a man in my life. I had, I had one person who said, I have to be married by the time I'm 50. Why? Who dictated that? <laughs> and going all over the place, all these online dating sites and stuff, and she was turning up a lot of garbage, literally, really. And I always envision her and, like, a lot of these other women running around with this, this uh, butterfly net, like, okay, where's the men? And they're going to swoop this net down on him and bring him home. It's really right. not the way it goes. Well, one, you know, if she does, you know, because you can manifest, she might manifest that she'll be married at 50, but that doesn't mean it's going to be a good relationship because, as you exactly. said, you know, you're catching this... You're running around with this butterfly net. You might catch a moth, all right? And really, you know, it's it's the quality of the relationship. That's what really counts. Because as the saying goes, a relationship is either going to make 90% of your life happy or 90% of it unhappy. So, you know, you get to choose. And I really I believe women that... women who are totally fine staying in a relationship where the man doesn't respect them or the man doesn't really show love or appreciation, why would you stay in that relationship? It's uh, for, you know, I, I've been there, done that, okay? That was before I started working on myself. So, I mean, I I was in some pretty bad relationships. So I kind of understand it. One, it's a pro- it's their product of their environment. Two, they're so afraid to be alone, or they're so insecure, or they think that no one's going to love them, you know, or they can't get anyone better, and that's not true. That's not true. You don't have to, you don't have to settle. I mean, no relationship is going to be 100% perfect, okay? It's not, you know, you need to, because you're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. But a relationship can be very comfortable, it can be very loving. It can be at times exciting. But when a relationship is nothing but drama and excitement, then that's scary too. You have to be careful with that. Yeah. Um, somebody last night, this happens a lot too. Um, the chemistry between the two people is so wonderful that they're like moths to a flame. Mm. And it's like addictive, and they just, you know, they they can't get enough of each other, even though they know they're bad for each other or they're not right for each other, but it's that attraction. 
Right, right. All right, so I have and a that, question, if if I can interpose. Sure. We're, we're talking um, about the the law of attraction, what you attract in. Now, how does it impact when it's um, oh, a past life, like you're working, you're going to be brought together, you know, maybe a relationship, soulmate, soul tribe, right. past life? Right. How does that interplay with law, in other words, um, the law of attracting or attracting is ever on your vibrational um, level, that then you may need to have a relationship with somebody from a past life where you had a relationship with them. You know what I'm saying? Right. I know exactly what you're saying. And, you know, I'm, I'm not God, I'm not the angels, but basically there, I do really believe that there is, because I know I've had it in my life, and as many people know, you meet somebody and you feel like you've known each other before, and it can be that instant lust or dislike or whatever, and those people are definitely in your life to teach you something. Um, when you have what Rose was talking about, that desperate feeling because you're so insecure, that doesn't necessarily mean that you've known that person from a past life. It could. But whoever comes into your life, it's definitely lessons to learn, even if it's painful lessons. So it's kind of hard to judge, like how I, you know, the women who are desperate, and even men, there are men desperate to have a relationship. It's, it, you know, it's kind of hard to say, is this because they're so desperate or is it from a past life? But a past life is kind of, there's a stronger connection than just a stranger who you meet. It, can you guys understand what I'm talking about? I know yeah, exactly absolutely. what you're about. But that's, yeah. that's why I was kind of curious. Um, how does that affect the law, the vibrational law that we've been talking about to, you know, where you attract a mate in. Okay. okay. My guides are so funny. There's like there's plan A, B, and C, okay? So you might dish where somebody was really meant to come in, but you're like, oh, no, no, I'm not going to do that. No, 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 no. And so the guides are like, oh, but this is your, you know, this is your, this is your karma. This is what you're supposed to be working on. But you refuse to do that. You have free will. Okay, we're going to do the law of attraction and bring in plan B. Okay, so it kind of goes back to what I said before. If someone is in an abusive marriage, okay, with an alcoholic, and the first, the, that was person, a person who was part of their karma from a past life, and they don't get that lesson that they were supposed to learn, then they're going to bring in somebody plan B. It might not be from a past life. It could be. But this per- the person needs to get a lesson. Does that make it clearer? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Okay. okay. Wow. I like that thing. Yeah. I know. I had gone to go see a Japanese um, healer after my divorce. And he looked at me and he said, you and your ex-husband have been together in past lives. He said, do you have any idea how many? I said, No. I'm thinking maybe, I got a feeling maybe three or four. And he mm. holds up seven fingers. And I'm like, oh, God. And he said, but don't worry about it. He says, the karma is all over with. You're done. You guys have settled up. You're okay. You can go on. And I was like, okay. Thank you so much. Because I actually had seen my ex morph into who he was in a past life. 
when I was his slave and I really had a lot of hatred for him because he kept keeping me there because he, you know, I was his favorite and I'm like, I got to get out of here and get caught every mm. single time. But that's over and done with and moving on. We have a question. Let me bring this person on the line. 352, you're on with Rose Winterbrook and Pamela. Hi, how are you ladies tonight? Good. Good, how are you? And what is your name, please? My name's Cindy, and I'm doing well, thank you. I'm sorry, give me your name again. Cindy. Cindy, hi, Cindy. Cindy. So what can we do for you tonight? Cindy, thank you. Cindy. It's Cindy. Um, I am working on one ear. (laughs) That's okay. Um, Do you have any messages for me, Um, any insight on the the current um, legal situation that I I filed against my ex? Any outcomes, what you see? Coming out of it, I had an attempted break-in in my home. An attempted what, sweetheart? Break-in in, in my break home. In. Attempted, yeah. This was from the ex? Yeah, it's him, and he had just... Without Did you file for an order of protection? Oh, I've already got that, and I've already... He's, this is the point. He keeps violating it, and he hasn't been arrested yet. But now I have, like, gone up the chain of command at the department, sheriff's department, and there's he's kind of blatantly sending stuff now for communication with his picture and name on it um, and that he knows he's violating the injunction in the message. And so now they're kind of forced to do something. So do you see him actually getting arrested this time? Yeah, absolutely. And do you have a surveillance camera by your door? Uh, not Right now. You might want to think about that, because if he does show up again, you'll have him on the surveillance, and that's that's dead-on proof. Yeah. He stole my last cameras, and I've got some more that were packed and hidden because he came through here. It was a long story, but he came through here with a deputy deputy. He's going to get caught. This is the impression I'm getting, but you need to stay on your toes. and, And I'm hearing from a female from spirit stepping in right now and I feel like this is be a grandmother. Would you understand a grandmother in spirit? Mhm. Okay, and I feel like this would be um I really want to go with your mom's mom. Okay. About five foot six and a thin build. Mhm. Okay. Yep. And um I think she has an M name, but M you know, names aren't my strongest point, but I'm gonna give it She some does. Names. Okay, great, great. I'm trying to learn it. So I thank her for helping me in that path. And um, she she says not to worry. Um, I, and I see her holding a shotgun in spirit <laughs> as a way to say <laughs> she's got, she had a good sense of humor, and I don't think um, she was one of those protective mamas. Um, and she's around you. Um, Bill, you need to go, be able to go to sleep. You're not sleeping that well, she's telling me. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> All right, so she said, listen, the mo- they'll wake you up. Don't you worry about it. If anything happens in your sleep, they will wake you up. You'll, you know how you, sometimes you wake up in the middle of the night and you don't know what's going on? Mm-hmm. Okay, they will do that. They will rock your bed or do whatever it needs to do if you need to be awake. So they are on guard. 
the most important thing is you need to sleep because it's kind of affecting your health a little bit, all right? So, um, and then just keep doing what you're doing. Every time he violates something, call the police or bring, you know, uh, try to get another security camera up there. Now, you're in an apartment complex, maybe? There's other people very close to you? No. No, I'm very remote. I'm surrounded by woods. I'm in an agricultural area, very remote. All right, because I just feel like she also said, like, make me put some kind of an alarm on it, so a really loud alarm on the new camera. See if they have, I don't know if they make that, but that's why I just, I got, like, you know, so if he tries to pull it down, it, it just, like, sets off this alarm, like a ten times a car alarm. Look into that. Okay. Right. And that's And there's just a whole lot of love and protection coming from you, uh, for you, from your loved ones in spirit. Thank you. You're welcome, dear. Good luck. Thanks Thank for calling you. in, Cindy. Take care. Thank you. All right. We have a question from the chat room, Pamela. Um, okay. She says, I was with this guy who's a celebrity rapper, and we were just dating and about to have sex, and I remembered that I wanted to get to know him and to let him get to know me. And he asked me, if I could have kids, and I told him about my health issue and a surgery I need, and he was supportive, and he wants to have kids with me and for me to be a mom to his son that he already has. Does this mean the man is on his way into my life? I know she put the, maybe she means uh. But what do you get from that, Pamela? Okay, I'm not sure if I... uh understand that completely but honestly with the rapper okay my guides said to stay away okay stay stay away i don't feel that he is really honest at what he is looking for um it, you know i'm hearing this old song and i'm sorry i think it's a uh rap 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 they call him the rapper okay i think it's yeah, something I like that, that song. okay and what that means to me is he's a big talker, okay? Um, I think that song was talking about a guy who's a player. Okay, yeah, and yeah, all right. And the other thing I'm getting is a vision of someone else who's in a business suit, and that is my symbol for, um, you know, a man who is not, it doesn't mean he's a professional, but he's got his <laughs> life together, okay? He's clean cut, he cares about himself. Um, and I'm hearing a real old song that I love, I'll Be Good to You, he'll be much better to her. I feel, um, I do feel... If she she says there's no man in her life right now. Okay, all right, all right. But I do feel, again, I'm seeing the man in the business suit, and I do feel children around her, and it it might not necessarily be her child, okay, you know, from her womb, but I'm hearing that song... Mama's going to buy you a mockingbird, okay? So it's going to be like her child, whether she adopts or however. So I do feel a family and someone good coming. But that rapper, I'm getting to stay away. Get to, you know. Well, it was a thing about a rapper. She's not actually involved with a celebrity rapper. Okay. All right. Well, I was confused about the the question. Okay. Yeah. All right. right. Got it. But still, I'm feeling some, again... Someone who's got his life together coming in. 
or who wants a relationship. Um, they they gave me a time six months to a year, and for some reason uh, June comes up. Whether that's you know someone in spirit or the month June or there's a connection to June Street or whatever. Okay, my okay. dear. Okay. All right. So now I just typed that to her, and great because she did ask, do you have any timing on that? Okay, well, that's what I got for the nice. year. You know, timing, wow. and we all know timing is never exactly accurate because spirit lives and yep. their their timing is so different than, you know, we're trapped in space and time. Yeah, it's important to us. Spirit doesn't really yeah. care. No, they, they what they care about is, you know, how's your spiritual growth? How's your self-love? Are you doing your what you're supposed to be doing, helping and serving others. Right. That's it's what like, they you know care what? about. It's really, you know, when somebody else is coming in, when this is happening, when that, it's all well and good. However, uh, you are um, really, it's all about you and the focus should be on you. Right, right. And be patient because it will happen. Whatever you want to happen, it will happen if it's for your highest good. And love right. is always for your highest good. The right love. <laughs> yeah, it, that's what I mean. It's always for your highest good. You know? Yeah. Okay, great. So we got that from the chat room. Any of you other guys are in the chat room. There are two more people in there. If you have a question, feel free to type it and we'll present it. Uh, she just put, I figured a man was coming, and this was a reminder to me, get to know the man and let him get to know me first. Good. Mm. Really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, well, because when you do finally, you know, make love, not have sex, it's going to be so much better. Like I well, said I earlier, we can... Thing, and I, I'm starting to give the same advice to people because I'm like, you, listen to me, anybody could be on Perfect good behavior when you first meet them three to four months into a budding relationship. At the six-month point, that's where you start to really see a little bit more of the truth. So people who like, oh, I know this guy two months and we're going to get married, don't even go there. Or, oh, I know this guy uh, a month or two and we had sex, don't go there. It's like, Get to know a person first. Let them get to know you. Um, I don't know. I'm not that old, but back in the 50s, 60s, everybody dated, which meant they went out with one guy or two guys. It could have been four guys, five guys, but they were not betting them. They were not getting intimate with them. They were going for coffee, for lunch, for dinner, to movies, to museums, to the park, what have you. And all of that contributed to getting to know each other. Today, they meet a person, they jump in the bed, they get intimate, and before you know it, they're putting their hands on that person as though they're in a committed relationship. Why didn't he and why didn't she? And it's like, slow it down, people. Yeah, or I don't know. Why does so much of that go on nowadays? Have people forgotten to date or they just don't want to date? Well, one of the things that I say is is keep your pants on. I don't tell you how long, but basically when you're ready is when you feel comfortable to, like I, 
you know, I've had a couple clients who have had herpes. Well, if you're uncomfortable telling somebody you're dating that you have herpes, it's not time to be intimate with them. Or, you know, if you were abused as a child or whatever it is, why it happens, probably it started in the 60s and it got even worse. And hopefully it's, it, it does get better, but, you know, it's that basically we live in an instant world today. Boom, we're right on the Internet. Boom, you get a voicemail. Boom, you know, you, you don't have to wait like we used to have to wait for a TV show to come on. You know, you just do on demand. We're, in, we're very impatient these days. And you can have intimacy really quick, but it's not, it's, it's phony. Do you know what I mean? It's phony. Right. It's what's kept the human race going forever, and people have to people have to learn that. You know, people some people intimacy through love. Yeah, well, there there's um there's a saying. Um, it's an affirmation that I forgive myself for having sex when what I wanted was love, and basically that's what they're looking for. Is they're thinking right. that. That is love, and you know, really, that's just a chance to, you know, spread the disease around, get pregnant, um, or have, be liable for a kid for the rest of your life. Um, you know, it it's sad, it's sad, but hopefully that they'll learn. True intimacy is much more than the physical. That the physical is only. You know, there's the emotional, the mental, the spiritual, and then there's the physical. So it's a fourth of it. Right, because I had one woman, this was on uh, one of these psychic Internet lines, and she asked me something about this man that she was with, and I, I had to tell her what Spirit told me. I said, I just don't get that he loves you. And she came back with, well, we've been intimate. I'm like, it doesn't mean he loves you. Mm. So, uh, it's just, uh, it, it's a little bit um, sad to see how people just don't really realize a lot of things about love, self-love, loving another person, what a real relationship is about. All they know is they want it. And like you said, a lot of times it's because they're looking for love. And, you know, right. Now I'm getting a song, Looking for Love in All the Wrong Places. Exactly. Well, yeah, Well, that, but, that, but that goes back to what you said, the self-love and, you know, be, um, working on yourself and your own personal growth and, and healing. And it, but it's also part of the process. Sometimes they, you know, have to learn that, you know, sex isn't love. And some people need the lesson repeated over and over and over again. And sometimes they that 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 might be their journey until they get it. And sometimes you blow a whole lifetime and don't get it, and you get to come back and do it all over again. Right, right. But you know what? One of the things that I've learned is I might not really like where a person is going, you know, a client, but all I can do is give them the information, give them the tools, and then I have to set back and pray for them and love them and hope that they'll get it. Because I know that there was a time in my life that people were doing that for me. You know, when I was in my early 20s, my mid-20s, you know, I had a lot of people praying for me, you know, and I got it. And, I, and I'm grateful for that. So, you know, it is very sad when they're, they're thinking, oh, well, I was intimate and now they have to commit to me. Well, that's not true. 
And if they do commit to you, it's because they feel guilty and obligated. Who wants a relationship like that? Right, right. I had a client who wouldn't listen to me, and I kept telling her, listen, this is going to blow up in your face, and she was through the whole, no, 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 no. And my guides kept telling me, you know, things about her, and all I could see is her careening right smack into a wall. And then I didn't speak to her for a while. A couple of months later, the guy she was so interested in and so hot up for and wanted him and wanted sex with him and she was all into him, found out he exactly what I told it. He was married. Mm. And that whole thing blew up. And I felt bad for her, but it's, you know what? I can give them advice, but I can't make them learn their lessons. Right. And, and, they, and again, they have to find out for themselves. I had this one client. In fact, it, this dream is in um, Learn the Secret Language of Dreams. One chapter is on relationships. And um, she had this dream that she was in the uh, kitchen with her mother and her boyfriend at the time. And she looked at her hand, and her left uh, fi- ring finger had a burn mark where a ring was supposed to go. And when she told me that dream, to me it was a no-brainer that, you know, you think that this man is your soulmate and that you're going to be with him forever, but you're not going to, you know, it's he's not the one, you know. And she's like, no, no, he's my soulmate. Duh, 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 duh. No, you're wrong about the dream. And I was like, okay, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not going to – I don't fight people on this. This is what I'm getting. This is the interpretation. Take it with a grain of salt. And she did. About six months later, I heard from her, and she was like, you were right. But you have to respect people's denial. Their denial is there to protect them in the moment. And when they're ready, it's kind of like a blanket. You know, you're not going to pull a blanket over somebody who's, you know, freezing, you know, because it will make them ill. It's the same thing with the denial. You, You Sometimes what, you know, a psychic does or a dream interpreter does or even a, a therapist, coach, minister, we plant the seeds in the, into the person, you know, and hope right. that hope that their subconscious and their angels and gods will grow until they get it. That's right, and do. a lot of times people are mistaken about soulmates and, and twin flames and partners and stuff, and it's like, we have many soulmates. Just because someone is your soulmate, it doesn't mean you're going to be in a love romance relationship with that person. Mm. And with twin flames, you know, you're. I don't or, even go know. there. Well, <laughs> actually, I am going to go there, Rose, because you know, the, in the butcher's wife. In the butcher's wife, they call it your split apart, like your other half. All right, I know a couple people who found their twin flames, and I'll tell you. It's not like, oh, love it, oh, everything's beautiful. No, it's... I can't tell people that. It's actually even harder and more painful because, you know, like they know, like, that this is my twin flame, but the other person isn't cooperating and they have, you know, to be in a relationship or they're in a relationship and there's so much drama and issues they have to work through. So no matter what... You know, the relationship is a reflection of what you need to work on and, you know, and what you have worked on because, you know, there are relationships that are very fulfilling. But one of the things I noticed, because, Rose, you were saying earlier, you get a lot of calls, you know, about relationships, and I do too, but I also get it about where am I going business-wise? How's my money? And 
some of the clients who've called me who weren't interested in relationships, had really good relationships, but had a lot of issues when it came to finding the work that they wanted or, you know, or or their careers, which I thought was interesting. So nobody's got one area of their life together. You know what? A lot of times I get some spirit or somebody's uh, having a reading with me and we want to know about love and romance, and then they'll ask a question about career. It's almost like seven out of ten times, spirit will say, mm. "Tell them when they get their rom when they get their uh, romance together, when they get it straight about the romance and they're stable, they know what they're doing and, and where they're going with that." then the career is going to take off and fall into place. No, I'm sorry, I'm saying it backwards. Yeah, um, that's what I thought. That's, that's yeah, yeah, like, no, because, well, they usually ask me about romance first, and then they go right. to career. But seriously, when they get the career together and in place, then the romance will enter. Right, or school and or education. And the way it works. Yeah, 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 because, because you're basically letting it go. You know, or put yourself first, you focus on you, instead of putting it on somebody, anybody else, and, and it follows, one follows the other, yeah. Yeah, definitely. definitely. They all want the romance first. <laughs> you know, I, I had a friend who said to me one time that if a woman had her last $10 and she could spend it on food or someplace to stay or she could spend it for love, like a love relationship, that money, forget about a place to stay in food. She's going to spend it on a love relationship. I think that's oh, kind of how we're wired, you know. We we all, I mean, we all want love. That's a, nat- a natural thing. And know? I'm a very but, weird duck because I have said this from when I, you know, first had boyfriends and got married and the whole thing. Okay, a relationship is good. To have a partner to love and love you and share love with is good. But if anybody gets in the way of me and my career and my income, out they go. Because that's like my primary relationship. Well, <laughs> and, that's all about right. me. And well, like, and, I'm sorry, I love you, but if you cause problems in either of those areas or both, you got to go. <laughs> well, you know, as all three of us, you know, the the work we're doing is not not usual. And if they can accept the work that we're doing and maybe not understand it but at least support what we're doing, if they can't even support it, then why are we with them? Because that's what a relationship is about is acceptance and supporting one another. That's the core at it because acceptance and support is love. It's part of unconditional right. love. No, I, and that's I agree one, 100%. That's why relationships go awry because a lot of women, sorry girls, a lot of women see potential in a man, and then she is once she gets him and gets those hooks into him, she's going to change him. She's going to take him like a lump of clay and mold him the way she would like him to be. Yeah, well, not good. There, and one of my and one of my quotes is, "Ladies, part of loving your man is accepting him exactly the way he is." And of course, it exactly. goes for gentlemen. Part of loving your woman is accepting the way she is. If someone puts on a few pounds, if somebody has diabetes or mental illness or wears glasses, or you prefer blonde but they're brunette, or they're short, or they're whatever, you know, they, you know, they are who they are, and that's. 
that's unconditional love. That's what we're all trying to achieve is loving each other exactly the way the person is, the you know, nation is, and, and so forth. Right, exactly. So, um, let's see. Uh, all's quiet. And <laughs> I have two 631 numbers here, but nobody has pressed one. So, to me, it looks like, people, you don't have a question. If you do have a question, you can still press one. Well, okay, well, we're waiting for the callers to get up the uh, uh, excitement to do that. I have a question. So I'm a little bit off the romance um, aspect because you do a lot of dream interpretation. Yeah, And I think that's you. extremely interesting. What are, like, some maybe three or four common themes in a dream? Like, I know the one where... You Somebody feels like they're in the front of the class naked, and that's supposed to mean that you're feeling unprepared for something, right? Or or vulnerable. Vulnerable. Okay, so or, is there, there or, like three or four common dreams the human race have? Because, you know, at one point we're all, all connected, and what do they mean? Does that okay. make question clear? Okay, yeah, let me see. Okay, well, with, with being naked, okay, um, that – Again, that's being vulnerable, that's being exposed, or that's just, you know, allowing your natural self out. It, you know, it depends on where you are. There is the falling or, you know, running, you know, running away. Do oh, that's interesting. What, I mean? what does it mean, the, the falling? You said falling. I don't, I don't know what that falling, means. Well, that, that can mean a couple of things where you, like, let's say you fall off a cliff where you feel like you're not supportive. And and you're falling down, you're ungrounded is one thing. And see, it, one of the things that people say, oh, dream interpretation di- uh, dictionaries, you look this up, or this is a common dream, but it really can be. It really depends upon the circumstance. Let's let's use a snake because snakes are very. I'm finding snakes are very common in someone's dream. Okay. Okay. All right. So a snake can mean a lot of things. It can mean somebody's cold, reptilian-like, uh, transformation, you know, or shedding, they're getting rid of this stuff, or it could also mean health, all right? So I think I used this in a blog. Let's say you see, like, a snake going around a bottle of gin, all right, or a bottle of booze, right? Well, for somebody who's a recovering alcoholic, all right, that's basically saying, oh, I need to stay you know, stay away from that because that's poison, okay? That's going to make my life cold, reptilian-like, right? Somebody else can see the same symbol, except it's not for them. It could represent, like, they're growing up with a father or mother who was an alcoholic, you know, and how it transformed their life, okay? Okay. But some of the similar, like, I like to think there's recurring dreams. You know, like uh, trying to reach a destination and not getting there, whether that might mean missing your flight, not missing a class. You know, that's another one, going into school and not being able to find your classroom. Um, I'm trying to think, not being able to get to the other. I have so little time, but I have a question here also from the chat room. And this says, what does it mean when you dream of cooking rice? I had a dream that 
a friend of mine was cooking rice, but the next day I found out that someone in my family had passed away. So I don't know if okay. they're they asking if there's a correlation or basically what does it mean when you dream of someone cooking rice? <clears throat> well, and see, and again, that can mean so many different things. I mean, to somebody who's a chef, they're trying to cook the, you know, maybe they have to, um, you know, learn how to cook rice correctly. Um, if somebody who passed, if somebody who passed, did that person cook rice a lot? Do, do you understand? It can also mean... I just said they're not that, a chef. Okay. <clears throat> it could also mean that you have enough sub substance in your life that you're going to be taken care of. If Let's say somebody doesn't like rice, okay? That could mean like they're doing something they don't want. You know, you could also think that cooking rice, somebody's going back, you know, to the regular substance. You know, if the person died, you know, in a fire. I mean, or, you know, I don't know because I need more like what was their emotion when it was cooking rice, um, you know? What is the relationship? They they said it was a friend cooking rice, you know. Did the friend have someone who passed away? Is the does the friend have an illness and now they're eating a bland diet? Did the person who passed away should they have, you know, maybe they were if overweight or maybe they didn't eat right? The rice. But they got news of a a relative who passed away. Right, but what I'm what I'm trying to explain is that. You know, I need a little bit more detail about what is cooking rice. Where were they cooking rice, and what kind of pot were they cooking? Do you understand? It's, it's, it's not. It needs a little bit more detail. Got it. Because one, let's say rice can mean so many things to different people. To somebody where it's a staple in their life, it means that their life is comfortable where it's at. To somebody who never eats rice, maybe it's something that they don't like and there's a part of their life that they don't like. Am I am I making sense? Right. Absolutely. Right. Sure, I understand. Unfortunately, yeah, there are exit music and this has been so interesting, Pamela. Thank you so much it for joining us. Oh, Pamela, thank you for having me on. Thank you so much for being our guest. It was great and good luck with all your endeavors. Thank you, thank you. And if you need to get in touch with me, it's Pamela, C-U-M-M-I-N-S. Just Google me. I'm on the Internet. Thank you guys for having me on. All right, great. Thanks so much. Have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you, everybody.